0: You're listening to Hymns Illustrated where hymns are explored, appreciated and illustrated through stories, testimonies and edifying conversation. I'm your host and fellow hymn fan, Kristen Eifeldano. Hello, my listening friends. I hope this week finds you saying to yourself, it is well with my soul. We're in the middle of the holiday season, and if you, like me, tend to feel overwhelmed a bit more this time of year, then I'd like to encourage you to take time to be holy. The world rushes on, and it will always rush on, and you could rush right along with it, forgetting the things of the Lord, forgetting that one needful thing, staying as busy as you can. Or you can take the time to meditate, read scripture, pray and sing or read the great hymns of the faith. When you do take time to be holy, I can assure you with confidence you will be more calm in spirit. You will be more receptive to the wisdom of God that draws you to his peace that flows like a river glorious, passing all understanding and helping you find the strength you need to meet your trials here, day by day and with each passing moment. And now, let's remember our Hymn of the Month. Our Hymn of the Month for December is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. If you're a subscriber to the Hymn of the Month newsletter, then that hit your inbox last Wednesday. If you would like to subscribe, go to hymnsillustrated.com, and at the top of the homepage there, you will see the link to do so. You just enter your email address, and you will be redirected to a thank you page with the link to the most current hymn of the month. It's fast and simple. I'm looking at the resource page now, and will read you the backstory to the hymn and then the hymn itself before I draw attention to just two things to meditate through this week. John Mason Neal was born in London in 1818 to the son of an Anglican clergyman. He attended Cambridge University, was at the top of his class, and became a prize-winning poet. Neil loved Latin, church liturgies, high church worship, beautiful church buildings, and the beautiful thoughts found in ancient poetry, so it's no surprise that he translated many ancient hymns into English. Some are still found in our hymnals today and include All Glory, Laud, and Honor, The Day of Resurrection, Good Christian Men Rejoice, Art Thou Weary, Art Thou Languid?" and the thought-provoking Christmas favorite, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel takes us back to the 8th century when, seven days before Christmas Eve, monks would begin singing the O Antiphons, one a day until Christmas Eve. Each antiphon begins with the article O and then the attribute or title of Jesus referenced in scripture. The last antiphon was the basis for Veni, Veni, Emmanuel, a 12th century Latin hymn, which Neil translated into the hymn we know and sing today. The O antiphons are, and I ask for forgiveness in advance for any mispronunciations uh, for those who know Latin and recognize them, Uh, but number one is O Sipentia, which means wisdom. O Adonai, which is the Hebrew word for God. O Radix Jesse, which means root of Jesse. O Clavis David, which means key of David. O Oriens, which is Dayspring, O Rex Genitive, which is King of the Gentiles, and O Emmanuel, God with us. Interestingly, when we put together the first letter of the second word of each antiphon, it spells the word sarsore, S-A-R-C-O-R-E. Again, I apologize if I did not pronounce that correctly. But when that is read backwards, it spells a two-word acrostic, arrow, E-R-O, and cross, C-R-A-S. This means I will be present tomorrow. God with us is a truth that is sometimes hard to get our minds around, and yet the more we think of it, the more comforted and joyful we can be. God the Son, once in heavenly glory, came down to earth to be one of us and to be with us. Jesus well knows our human pain and our struggles, and He was like us in all ways except sin, so He could take our place on the cross. For the Remember segment of this podcast, I would like to draw your attention to two things that you can take with you throughout the week. Number one, the aching and the longing behind the words, O and come. It is plaintive and emotional. It reflects the deep desire of a nation in darkness waiting for the light. Israel felt it leading up to the time of Christ's birth, and we feel it now leading up to his second coming. We feel it every day in life's ups and downs and just living in mortal bodies, still fighting the struggle of sin, even though we know it is ultimately defeated. Christmas is indeed a time of joy for everyone who knows Christ as Savior, but it is still difficult for many of us who have lost loved ones and will be feeling their void, especially during the holiday times or for those who are going through any other type of trial. I love that O come, O come, Emmanuel is in a minor key. It's good that we have at least some of our Christmas carols and hymns take on a more reflective note, or at least help us sit still a moment and remember the darkness that we are delivered from that will ultimately be conquered once we enter eternity with our Savior. His light is even more bright when we understand how dark our sin is and how dark this broken and fallen world is. Also notice the meaning of the name Emmanuel and how it addresses that need that we just talked about. Emmanuel, starting, you can spell it with an I, or you can start it with an E, means God with us. Matthew Henry said, by the light of nature, we see God as a God above us. By the light of the law, we see him as a God against us. But by the light of the gospel, we see him as Emmanuel, God with us. We must never forget that when we were lost in the darkness of sin, God sent His own Son to save us as an infant king who would struggle in every way we do during His life on earth, so that not only would He be our Savior, He would be our sympathizing Savior, truly understanding us like no one ever has or will. Our Emmanuel meets every single need and desire we have. The gist of the entire hymn, its helplessness contrasted with the hope, is summarized in the title that we use, for today anyway, and elaborated in detail in each stanza, which we will look at in coming weeks. And now it's time to discover a new or little-known hymn. I've chosen an old hymn made new recently thanks to the recording collaboration between Keith and and Getty, modern hymn writers, and Ricky Skaggs, the bluegrass master himself. And between you and me, I love me some good bluegrass. I'm including a link in the show notes to a YouTube video just released this month that is absolutely beautiful and so well done. It doesn't sound like a, a knee-slapping bluegrass song, by the way, but it is hauntingly beautiful. I strongly recommend that you watch it. The hymn was written over 200 years ago by Reginald Hepper, or Heber, sorry, <laughs> a country parson turned English bishop. He also wrote, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty, and the missionary hymn from Greenland's Icy Mountains. Here's the text. Brightest and best of the suns of the morning, dawn on our darkness and lend us thine aid. Star of the east, the horizon adorning, guide where our infant Redeemer is laid. Cold on his cradle the dewdrops are shining, low lies his head with the beast of the stall. Angels adore him in slumber reclining, maker and monarch and savior of all. Say, shall we yield him in costly devotion, odors of Edom and offerings divine, gems of the mountain and pearls of the ocean, myrrh from the forest or gold from the mine? Vainly we offer each ample oblation, vainly with gifts would his favor secure. Richer by far is the heart's adoration, dearer to God are the prayers of the poor. And now it's time to close with our Take It With You segment. Our hymn of the month gives us seven names of Christ, which so happens to be the same number of days in a week. So that means in the final days of the week leading up to Christmas, still a little ways off so you have time to prepare, I encourage you to reflect on a name of Christ each day. You can use those O antiphons I read earlier on the podcast and that are also on the Hymn resource page to guide your study and your online search for resources. For children in your life, you may be interested in a resource that's available on dayspring.com of whom I'm an affiliate, full disclosure. So any purchase that you make using that link, I will receive a small commission that helps support the show. The resource I'm talking about is a book, much like a board book, that contains Christmas tree ornaments for different names of Christ that children can punch out and hang on the tree in the days leading up to Christmas. The book, of course, comes with a short reading for each name of Christ. I'll include a link in the show notes, and if you like, you can purchase for your own home while also supporting the podcast. Well, that's all for today, friends. I'm so glad that you listened in, and God bless you. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Hymns Illustrated. If you were blessed by what you heard today, you can say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, or by shopping at christianbook.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. All of these gestures keep Hymns Illustrated going and growing. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep your hymnal open.